welcome to Baby Boomer Tales. My name's Jim. It's great to have you here with me today. You can find us at babyboomertales.com. There are links to Twitter where you can follow us, YouTube where you can listen to our podcast with closed captioning on. It's a great tool for someone who may have hearing issues. There's a link for our patron page where you can help keep Baby Boomer Tales commercial and advertising free for as little as a dollar a month. Spring has sprung. Summer is almost here. Memorial Day is over for another year. In the early 70s, my brother Don and I took up the great sport of tennis. We played all the time. Back then, I think there was only one court at least in the east part of the county, and that was at the YMCA, and all it was was a black-topped area with a net. It did have a fence around it, but there was one section of the blacktop on one side of the court that had a dip in it. It wasn't totally a flat surface, and if you served and it hit in that dip on the asphalt, the ball would not bounce back up, it would just roll. And I had a knack for being able to place my serves into that dip. It was only on one side of the court, so whoever was on the other side had a definite advantage. We played there all the time. It was really a lot of fun, but it was a little frustrating. We knew that there are nicer tennis courts in Denver and probably even in counties surrounding us. And then one day in my hometown, which was about five miles away from the YMCA, they built two new public tennis courts. I was so excited. In those days, I had a wooden racket. In fact, I bought several of them. I kept getting them heavier and heavier because the strongest part of my game was my serve. I remember the last wooden racket I purchased I went to Denver to a sporting goods store and got a Davis wooden racket and it weighed heavy. It was a heavy, heavy racket. So I had trouble maybe getting around on my backhand, but my forehand and my serve, if I had time on the forehand, I could hit the ball back pretty well. It was hard to get any spin on it because the racket was so heavy I couldn't really move it, but I could put that weight of that racket onto that ball and sling that sucker back very, very fast. When I first started playing tennis, I was pretty rough. I wore a Cub Scout, those yellow Cub Scout bandanas. Remember those when you were a Cub Scout? I had one of those and I wore it around my head like a sweatband. I wore a t-shirt that was cropped off the belly so my belly showed. I figured I would get more air that way. My socks were up to my knees with those stripes of white tube socks with the stripes at the top. Remember those? I'd wear those and some Converse All-Star tennis shoes. Short shorts. I must have been a sight for sore eyes. At least that's what my brother said. He said, put something else on here making my eyes sore. Anyway, in the evolution of The way I dressed while I played tennis, eventually I bought better tennis shoes, wore shorter socks, wore some dedicated tennis shorts, and of course a polo type shirt. 
I believe I always wore that headband though. I always wore it. Kept the sweat out of my eyes. And I had those little wrist sweatbands so that my hand wouldn't get slippery holding my tennis racket. That was quite a time. Don and I'd play literally for hours and hours and hours. People drive by and honk. Or if a girl drove by, we might stop playing, talk about the girl for a minute. There were three brothers that used to come and we'd have great times playing little tournaments and sometimes doubles, but I always liked playing singles better. They were Stuart and Mike and Neil, and they were about our skill set, so we had a great time. I did notice that as I played more and more, I got better and better, but my brother Don was much better than me, and I could beat him, but not regularly, and he let me know about it. I think he still lets me know about it once in a while when we talk, but we had fun. We really did. We had a good time. Started watching tennis on TV once I became interested in tennis. I'd always just watch basketball and football and baseball on TV as far as sports. Once in a while hockey if it was on. But all of a sudden I became very interested in Jimmy Connors, Chris Everett, Billie Jean King, Bjorn Borg, Arthur Ashe, Yvonne Gulligan. Some of those people were really, really great. I remember I was amazed when Connors hit the scene, how he'd sit there and argue with the umpires and yell and state his case instead of, I thought this was a gentleman and lady sport. I mean, 30 love, come on. Not supposed to be arguing, and he would argue and argue. Later, McEnroe came along and took that to a whole nother level. I just couldn't believe it. We had a friend, his name was Dave, not my buddy Dave, but he was one of my brother's friends, Dave. One time, I think he'd been watching McEnroe and Connors way too much. He got angry, and you know how these guys will throw their golf clubs in the pond or maybe even wrap one around a tree or something. Well, Dave took his tennis racket to a tree, and he beat that tree, and he beat that tree, and he beat that tree. And finally the racket just disintegrated and fell apart and Dave walked off. I do not remember ever playing tennis with Dave ever again. It was kind of funny. I wanted to laugh, but Dave was so upset I didn't dare. I kind of felt bad for him. I'd never seen him ever have an outburst of anger towards anyone or anything ever before and never saw that ever happen again. So tennis must have frustrated him very, very deeply that day. As I can well understand, you keep hitting it where it's just out of bounds, or your serve keeps going into the net, or you try to do a backhand and you hit it over the fence, or you can't get a point to save you. Mama said there'd be days like that. Mama knew, and I don't think she ever played tennis. Those public courts in my town did not have lights, but we played long after dusk, so you could barely see the ball. All kinds of things that happened while you're playing. The world was going on around you, and you're out there to see it all. Right there, the tennis courts were at the park. 
which were right across the street from the town hall, block off of Main Street, a block from the school. One time, this truck came along, had a dog in the back of the pickup truck. Those were the days when it wasn't a sin to let your dog ride in the back of your pickup. And I had a couple dogs, Blue and Chuck, and they always would just kind of lay around outside the court while I was playing. And that dog in that pickup started barking, and next thing I know, Chuck was chasing the truck, and all of a sudden, Chuck was laying on his back, screaming. Blood was gushing out of his mouth. I freaked out. I ran over, picked him up, put him in the truck, and ran to the vets. I knew he was dying for sure. Turned out, the way we theorized what happened is Chuck was running along that pickup truck, barking at the dog, and the truck tire ran over his foot, and he bit his tongue practically bit it off and that caused the bleeder he was okay he limped around for a couple weeks and was pretty had to feed him canned dog food i believe he could barely eat for a few days but he made it scared the don't say it don't say it right out of me that poor dog had quite the life. He was such a goober. Big old dog, 100 pounds. And I always something was going on with him. Gentle unless you got him mad. And if you were a dog. When I met my wife, somehow on our first date, tennis was brought up. And then she proceeded to tell me about her family. And how it was a tennis family. Which I didn't know what a tennis family was, had no clue. And as she went on speaking about her experience as a child growing up in a tennis family, they would go from tournament to tournament, plus they'd spend all day, most every day at the tennis courts. She was from Kansas City, and she'd say how hot it got there in the summertime and how they had to play tennis. They had to give get lessons and her dad was quite the player and and all of this and I yeah 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 okay that's nice you know my brother and I play tennis yep yeah we do we play tennis well it wasn't really until after we got married and I found out what kind of tennis family she belonged to her dad was ranked very high in the city in Kansas City her youngest brother and youngest sister actually ended up going to college playing tennis. And her youngest sister did end up playing professionally for a very short time. One time we had a tournament and Kim's sister, Christy, was visiting us. She was only maybe a sophomore in high school or something at that time. And it was a doubles tournament. And my wife was about eight months pregnant, maybe a little further. And she played in it. And she was, I believe, my brother Don's partner. And I was my sister-in-law Christie's partner. Well, Christie was so good, she just took over the whole tournament. We won first prize, and I don't know if I ever hit the ball, except when it was my turn to serve. She just wiped everybody out. 
course, the competition wasn't like what she was used to either. Kim's dad played until he was in his mid-80s, I believe. He's slowed down now, but I wouldn't doubt if he still goes out and hits some balls. Kim and I never play anymore. She had gotten in a car wreck before I met her, and her knees bother her to the extent that it's not fun for her to really play. I gave up all kinds of sports once we bought our where we live now. When you work six hours a day outside on a day off, last thing you want to do is go out and play golf or tennis. So tennis is kind of a thing that's in our rear view mirror. I don't watch tennis on TV anymore and I have no idea who the modern players are. I know Venus and Serena. There's a couple of the guys that are familiar with me, but I never watch any of them play. Where I could name off Roscoe Tanner and Nastassi and Margaret Court and Rod Laver, all that, that's just not there anymore for me. Tennis is a great game. It gets you outside. It's a good exercise. It's a way to bond with the person you're playing and build a very good friendship. I'll never forget those times playing with my brother Don. It may have been some of the closest times we ever had together. And I knew that little sucker. I've known him since he was born. We did a lot of things together, but nothing quite like the tennis. I don't even care if he was better than me. I had fun playing with him, Mike, Neil, Stuart. I've even had fun playing with Kim, my wife. My kids grew up playing some tennis, and if I ever need a racket, I can always get hand-me-downs from my father-in-law, so I don't have to buy any of that stuff anymore. Those heavy old rackets, as I got better playing, first thing I did is I got a Jimmy Connors. Remember that? It was a Wilson racket, lighter, gave you more power. I was amazed at that. Today, the rackets are larger than they were back in their early 70s. There again, evolution of the game. Just like the club heads are larger on golf clubs. I guess we must have been really good back in the day to play with those little racket heads. Old wooden ones you had to keep in a frame so they wouldn't warp when you weren't using it. There's no substitution for kindness. I'll be back next Wednesday.